0: This is The Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Today's show, we will discuss why interest rates will be lower soon, how much more expensive is housing than 50 years ago, and where Lynchburg home prices are headed the next 36 months. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, located at 7600 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg. And we are your caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales and rentals.
1: Special thanks to our sponsor this month, Right Angle Productions. Did you know that 82% of global internet traffic in 2022 came from video? Because it's such a popular and powerful medium, video is often the best means of sharing your message with the marketplace. Right Angle Productions is a local video production company known for their luxury wedding films. Joey Rauscher formed his business believing in the power of storytelling with services also offered for small businesses, corporations, real estate, professionals, nonprofits, and more. Whether you need a compelling ad, engaging social media content, or a corporate video, they will partner with you to create impactful promotional content tailored to your target audience. You can find them online at rightangleproductions.biz.
0: It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. This week's feature listing is located in Forest in the Autumn Run Subdivision. It was built in 2016 and houses over 2,200 square feet above grade, and offers a sweet level fenced yard. With a main level master suite and three bedrooms upstairs with a huge bonus room or fifth bedroom over the garage, there is so much comfortable space in this well-designed floor plan. There's even a laundry connection on both levels. It's now priced at just 445, and it's one of the best values in the Jefferson Forest School District today. With a few cosmetics upgrades of paint and new floors by the purchaser, the area comps show a value of up to $470,000. Don't miss out on your opportunity to buy a home aggressively priced below market value today. Visit CarlMillerRealty.com for your appointment schedule. Well, thanks for listening to the show today. This show exists to provide value and showcase facts and tips for homeowners and future homeowners in our market. Yancy Campbell is my co host. You heard her give the promotion on our sponsor. Happy weekend, Yancy. Happy
1: weekend. Last weekend of July. I can't believe it.
0: Yep. And it feels like it, doesn't it? It
1: does. It's hot. Well, <laughs> if you guys have questions for us or want to learn more about Carl Miller Realty, you can find us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram at Carl Miller Realty, or you can visit our website, carlmillerrealty.com. Carl, we have some interesting topics to explore today yeah
0: we do we do and uh it's uh we talked about the we joke about the hot weekend we're actually pre-recording this just a few days because we have a big event that will have happened yesterday when this show airs with, with the uh third birthday party at our office. That's right. That's right. It happens to be the hottest day of the Ooh, summer.
1: Hottest day of the year, probably. The year. So that's going to be interesting. I, <laughs> I was talking to my
0: wife about, you know, she's like, well, you know that the last week in July is always the hottest week <laughs> of the year. And I was like, well, yeah, you're probably right. Just so, it,
1: it works out. Works I do remember
0: out. when we moved our office, You were, this is before you came on mm-hmm. board with us when we moved our office. Um, was it hot? I remember just sweating profusely because mm-hmm. we bought, you know, we had a little moving truck and all that stuff. Oh, I and, bet. I bet. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we do have an interesting topic. And it's been, we've kind of been taking on some good uh, just education and just trying to stay on top of things. And uh, yeah, so three topics to explore today. Number one, interest rates, why I believe they will be dropping. Number two, what's changed economically in home prices. And third, where are the home prices going locally in the next three years? So let's just start with the interest rates. So go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead, Carl. <laughs> you, were, you were getting
0: ready to say something. I totally interrupted you.
1: Uh, no, I'm excited to hear this segment because I feel like a lot of people have their thoughts and opinions yeah. on where interest rates are going to go. And sure, so sure. <laughs> it's going to sure. be interesting to see what your thoughts are.
0: Well, well, you know, last year something happened in the mortgage market that just never, ever happened in the history mm-hmm. of housing, Yancey, you know, within 120, within a 120 day period the mortgage rates doubled. Mm. Like like we've seen in the past, like in the '80s, interest rates go up a point in a very quick period of time. But to go from that to, to double was mm-hmm. just unbelievable. So for a bit of historical context, you know, in 2020 there was COVID concerns. Of course, the Fed took drastic measures to keep the economy going, uh, injected a ton of cash into markets, manipulated the rates to artificially low rates. I would say to the 3%, even under 3% point for housing. Mm. And and uh, and then you fast forward 18 months, we have too much cash in society. There's too much cash chasing too few goods. And in the economy, whenever you have that happen, prices are going to rise. And we saw this happen, not just as housing, but You know, appliances, boats, RVs, cars, trucks, shortages happened. Cost of goods, if you could find it, rose. Rent rates. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and housing. Yeah, exactly. Housing was a part of that whole overall picture of the economy in 2021 through the first half of 2022 because inflation became tangible and finally the fed just said enough like mm-hmm. we're gonna curb this inflation
1: <laughs> and everybody that didn't buy then wishes they had <laughs>
0: so so what the fed does is, does is they raise the rates and they raise them rapidly and again mm-hmm. you know if you look at what the interest rate was in may of 2022 versus just four months later again it doubled it went from three percent to six percent so or low high twos even to six percent so what happened was the buyers who were looking in April and got quoted, say, $1,200 a month for a $300,000 house with a 20% down payment, you know, nothing changed in their economy. Just a few months later, they were looking at a payment of $1,800. Right. And so if you heard our show last week, uh, we, we played a clip from Dale Stevens. He's the former CEO of the Mortgage Bankers Association and the current CEO at Mountain Lake Consulting. He said, and he said, the Fed always overshoots when they manipulate the rates hmm. or when they Make these adjustments, and he laid out why they overshot this year in correcting the economy. Interest rates are today under tremendous pressure to go down, and and fairly soon. And, and by the way, if you've missed that show, go back to the Carl Miller show. Go just search that for your in your favorite podcast platform. Yeah, and,
1: we're on all of them.
0: Yep, we're on Spotify, Apple,
1: Apple Podcasts. Yeah, SoundHound.
0: I know SoundCloud. You, you, make, you, make SoundCloud. Fun of, you make you make fun of <laughs> me. Anthony. You make fun of me for having an Android, but I use Double Pod or Stitcher. Is it so.
1: Soundhound where you would hold it up to the music, Anthony, and like remember what the song is? That's Shazam. Oh, I don't even know what Soundhound. Never mind. But yes, we are on all the podcasts. We're on the podcast
0: platforms. platforms. <laughs> Just if you want to listen to past shows. The Carl Miller Show. There it is. So two factors going on, and this is macro level stuff, but uh, there's a national Fed pressure to lower the rates. And then secondly is this factor called yield spread. Hmm. And that's the spread by which banks borrow money from each other and what the mortgage rate that consumers are paying. And so there was a recent article from CNBC that was uh, headlined, the mortgage market isn't sending the signal home buyers need on affordability this this got released and basically the summary of this article is that and they quote our friend our say our friend our f- frequent source Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence Yun, Yun. Lawrence Yun <laughs> chief economic advisor for mm-hmm. the National Association of Realtors in here but but traditionally um, the yield spread uh, is about 1.75 percentage points and it's been hmm. as low as 1.3 in 2021 but typically it's it's you know give or take around 1.6 to 1.8 so in other words mortgage banks charge that much more than what the fed rate is mm. to consumers okay well, right now that yield spread is three points. It's three percent. So points. high. Yeah. So it's so, got
1: That yield spread's got to compact at some point. So correct? that's just
0: it. There's pressure, and the reason. And, and by the way, I don't think it's a bad thing because this this allows for the Fed, and we might hear this next time they get together if they raise the rates a quarter of a point. Mm-hmm. Chances are the mortgage money's not going to be affected because the yield spread's already built in future rate hikes. Mm-hmm. But if these future rate hikes don't come, then we're going to have this. Uh, they're going to have this uh, pressure. To push that spread down, which will effectively lower the interest rates. Does that it's make so sense?
1: Interesting. Yes, it does. It makes sense, and I think that a lot of people, if they took the time to study this and actually educate themselves on yield spread and rates and things like that, it, it makes sense that we're not in an 08 market right now. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it makes sense that there's barely any foreclosures.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that and the rising uh, equity like we talked about exactly. last week as well. So here, here, so here's what Lawrence just kind of pointed out, and I think and think accurately so. You he said, Hey, look, you know, if you if you and, he, and he's using numbers that are a little bit higher than the average sales price mm-hmm. in Lynchburg, Virginia, but he uses an example on a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage, a seven percent interest rate spits out monthly payment of thirty three hundred and twenty seven. But if that interest rate falls to five point eight, the payment would fall to twenty nine hundred dollars.
1: That's significant. So, that's a, like four hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, a month.
0: so so if you if you bake it, base that out annually, that's sixty six hundred dollars a year in savings. Mm. And you know and, and Lawrence makes this point. He says people can ch- will change their cable company for thirty dollars a month. And when you talk six hundred dollars a month, I mean that that's a big number.
1: Exactly. So, exactly. So
0: so the so the optimism in the in the uh in the mortgage world and in the housing world is that the the rates will drop. It's gonna kind of allow things to kind of start um unjamming. Like I almost kind of see this as a bit of a log jam in the market right now, and we're gonna see things Start to move a bit
1: And I would also like to point out Personally from my own story Of like I just bought a townhouse A couple months back Mm -hmm. And I knew that Okay I'm going to have A very high interest rate right now Like rates Mm -hmm. were at Six and a quarter Six point five You know Mm -hmm. But I knew going into that and trust that rates are going to come down at some point within the next couple of years, probably, yeah. maybe within the next year. And so, if you're ready to buy, you can still hop on that. Be prepared for an upfront higher payment, but it's going to go down one day if you refinance.
0: Yeah. So, I think and I think you raised such a good point. But because uh, if you go back, we're talking about yield spreads and rates and all that stuff. And that's kind of like I said, it's macro stuff. But what mm-hmm. does this mean for the average mm-hmm. American home yeah. buyer who just wants a roof and a piece of ground, you know? Exactly. So, and that's just that. Uh, that we got to remember that home buyers who take out a mortgage payment, who take out a mortgage, you know, we we live in the payment, and since we live in the payment, not the price, the payment theoretically will lower when the rates and the yield spreads do. So, Lawrence Yoon says, and I and I agree that a five point five percent rate, when it happens, will bring a lot of buyers and sellers back into the market. So, three things to look for that I look for in the housing market when the rates do drop. I don't know when they're going to drop, but I'm confident that they will drop, is three things will happen. First of all, there'll be more buyers shopping for a house. So this means that maybe instead of just one to three buyers interested in the same house as you are in August of 2023, there may be, just like last year, five to 15 buyers Mm -hmm. writing offers on that same house as you. So competition will increase for the house that you the buyer wants. It's inevitable. Lower rates are going to bring out more buyers mm-hmm. than they will sellers.
1: I think that's such a good point, Carl.
0: And Yeah, go ahead.
1: Secondly, you've got on here that there's going to be more resale houses entering mm-hmm. the market. I think that is such a good thing to point out because some of these sellers feel stuck in their house. And the only thing keeping them there is the low rate. They might not even love the house that they're in, but they've got that 2.0 whatever percent rate, 3% Mm -hmm. rate. Mm -hmm. And when rates drop, moving into a higher payment will be more easily digested than if they moved into a 7% rate right now. And so there's going to be more houses introduced back into the market that they've only lived in maybe a couple few years. And so something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah. Pulling back the curtain a little bit to some of the discussions we had in our office this week, you know, we've talked about kind of the difference between home sellers and buyers who kind of want to move Mm -hmm. versus those who have to move Mm -hmm. and what we're kind of seeing right now in the market is it's the the listings that are happening these are these are people who absolutely or very likely have to move It's, it's a need to move situation versus a want to move so need to move is when you know mom is not doing well health wise and needs to needs to move or maybe Maybe you got a family who needs to move closer to family out of state or another part of town or another part of the state. So you have these situations or you have a job relocation and the new job is now in Indiana. We're moving or or you have, you know, a divorce situation or, you know, so you kind of death, divorce, job relocation, those types of sad situations sometimes. But they have to sell. We're seeing that a lot right now versus, hey, we just had another baby. We got four kids in the house and three bedrooms and the house is too small. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it seems like
0: those folks are kind of sacrificing the house size t- because they are interested in staying in their payment mm-hmm. as opposed to if rates drop. And this is where I think Lawrence hit, hit on the head is that they can they can um, they can handle a five percent or five and a half percent rate.
1: Yeah. And and I think it really depends on the family, too. Mm-hmm. Depends on. You know, it, aesthetic versus pragmatic. We've talked about that before. Aesthetic would be what works best for our comfort level. Mm-hmm. Pragmatic would be numbers-wise, what's <laughs> what works best. And so I think every family is different with that.
0: So the third thing that's going to happen when the rates drop, besides buyers, more buyers shopping, and and again, more houses will come on the market. But mm-hmm. the third thing that's going to happen is is that there there will be pressure on the home prices to rise. Mm-hmm. And we talked last week about this elasticity. And, uh, you know, what can the market bear from a payment-wise perspective? But it's just, if if you have more demand, you know, we all know that pricing is driven by supply and demand. And I do believe that prices will rise. We're actually going to talk about this a little bit more in the second segment. Carl's Clips, Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. Did you know that if you have a septic system, it is recommended that your system be pumped out every five years? While there's not a governing body mandating this in Virginia, if you are planning to sell in the next year and your system has not been pumped in the last five years, it may be prudent to complete this prior to listing so you don't get blindsided by a lender or a contract requirement to do so. By having a receipt, you'll have one less potential hurdle to overcome after your home is under contract, and the buyer will have peace of mind knowing that the tank was recently pumped. The cost ranges between $300 and $450 for this service, and it's well worth doing to ensure there's no hangups after your home's under contract. When we come back, how uh, how does housing affordability stack up compared from yesteryear to today? We'll take a look at a vintage ad from the 1970s for a New Jersey beach house. Welcome back to the Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host. The principal broker of Carl Miller Realty and in the studio with me is Yancey Campbell, our marketing director at Carl Miller Realty. Realty, She's our co-host. And Yancey, you uh, mentioned last week, but we have a new division at Carl Miller Realty.
1: We do. And you might've seen our sign that got put up this past week off of Timberlake Road. We have CDG Property Management. That's a little like branch from our brokerage and we offer property management services for rentals now so all those calls we've gotten in the past about rentals we can now serve and follow up with so. so
0: so investors if you're unhappy with your current service that you're getting for your rental properties or tenants we will be having some vacancies soon in fact i think there's one right now that's right and uh just contact us and we'll get you in touch with cameron and He'll get you all that information and we'll make sure our landlords and tenants are well taken care of. That's right. It's time for Carl Miller Realty's story of the week.
1: This week's story of the week is based on one of our team agents, Chelsea. She helped a family close on a home a little less than a month ago. And as we always do at the, uh, on the Carl Miller team, we gave them a lovely closing gift. And, and we'll have closing gifts sent every three months for the next year of, as our client appreciation program follow up. But Chelsea walked into the office yesterday and on her desk were farm fresh eggs from the local property they just moved into, freshly baked sourdough bread and handwritten cards from the kids of Aww. that family. And so she was asking absolutely shocked by the kindness of her clients who had closed on their family dream home about a month ago. So these are definitely the rewarding moments of our jobs as agents. And we're, we're so thankful for clients like this. I love I love the story of the week this week, Carl.
0: That's awesome. Sourdough
1: That's... bread. Mm, speaking that... my language.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, recently, a, v- a vintage poster from 1975 and got to give credit to uh, my friend Kathy, uh, who is up in the Cape May area of New Jersey, uh, she posted this vintage uh, newspaper ad, which I just loved it. It was uh, from Village Green Community of Cape May. And it's a sprawling ranch home. And these were homes that were brand new. They were, And this was back in 1975, so mm-hmm. not quite 50 years ago, almost. And the interest rate at that time was 7.5%. That's right. Not Pretty too,
1: much around what it is now. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> right. But the prices were starting on these six-floor plans that they had advertised at $20,700.
1: That's crazy.
0: And back then... That's a car. So... so <laughs> Back then, the minimum wage was $2.10 per hour mm-hmm. in 1975. And so, fast forward today, I guess 47 years later, those same houses are selling for not $20,000
1: anymore.
0: $600,000. $600,000. So, percentage wise, that's about a 3,000% increase in, <laughs> in 40 the home price in 47 years. years. But uh, you know what's interesting to me? And I'm just kind of running math, everything is proportionate. The minimum wage today is 14.72 in that same community. So mm-hmm. the minimum wage went from $2 to $14. But it's fascinating to me how a minimum wage earner in 1972, if you just earned that much, worked 2000 hours and saved every penny, didn't spend it, you know, just that that you would be making $4300 a year and in less than 5 years you could pay cash for that house with just 5 years of earnings at minimum yeah. wage. Yeah. And you compare that to today, which is kind of sad, but um, a minimum wage earner today earning that same minimum wage of now it's $1,472, you would have to save over 20 years of revenue <sighs> to buy the same house.
1: Man, so interesting.
0: It is interesting because uh, minimum wage earners today earn 29390 you know. So yeah, And we'll take, you're factoring yeah. in those
1: interest rates, yeah. correct? Yeah. Well,
0: no, I'm just, just kind of – no, this would – interest rate has nothing to do with this. This is just how many years would you have to work at minimum wage uh, gotcha. in order to pay cash for the house? Gotcha. To pay cash. Okay. So in 1972, it would have been under five years, but today it's 20.4 years. Mm. So isn't that interesting? And it just kind of shows how there is this gap between – um, what your dollars could afford housing wise versus today so yeah for sure so just a couple of takeaways on that you know house prices for the last five decades they've just drastically outperformed minimum wages and then second household income is now uh, two income households they're kind of the norm now Yancey mm-hmm. like it's you know it's really really and I, it's just hard for a, a single household earner to buy at least a median sales price home and afford that at, with the median average prices of mm-hmm. wages mm-hmm. so I don't but I don't see the income gap versus housing gap problem to slow down yeah me.
1: I don't I don't I only see it ramping up to be yeah, honest Yeah
0: exactly and then third the best time to buy real estate is right now
1: mm, Agreed. <laughs> Andrew
0: Andrew Carnegie Carnegie has a quote that says the wise young man or wage earner of today invest his money in real estate and that was Andrew Carnegie and Ray Brown said, the best time to buy a house is always five <laughs> years ago.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> and uh,
0: Andrew Carnegie, again, said, 90% of all millionaires become so through owning real estate. So That is
1: such an interesting yeah, point, Carl.
0: We, we've talked about how buying real estate kind of becomes a, a forced savings account and house prices have just drastically out-earned, as we just shared, minimum wage. So the third topic for today I wanted to cover was, where are prices heading? I get that question a lot. Yeah. And it's uh, this week, I was actually talking to a past client, and he had a good friend who was questioning the sensibility of buying a home today because of prices. And his ultimate fear was that if he bought a home in Lynchburg, that he would lose money if he sold it in three years. And I just when I hear that, it, you know, I always want to approach things not being blindsided or just having uh, overzealous optimism, but I do have a question for anyone who states that the prices will be dropping locally. And this is just what I just ask people when they tell me they're fearful. I just ask, what well, what factor would cause the home prices to drop in the next three years? Hmm. You know, what, what would it take for prices to drop? Mm-hmm. And, and, I'm, and I'm not trying to be sorry. I'm being serious about that. I try to be open-minded. Minded. I study the market. And I know the local data stats, but outside of a major catastrophic economic event or a natural disaster, I, I don't know what would cause the prices to lower. It's so
1: true. I mean, historically, prices are always appreciating. Given the circumstances of 08, they dropped. Mm-hmm. But we are, again, like I said in the first segment, not in that market anymore. Oh, goodness,
0: no. And that whole that whole thing was, was, was driven, again, by some you know, manipulation and, and, and honestly That was some, your
1: catastrophic economic yeah, that event that a, you're that talking was, about. <laughs> and,
0: and, 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 and by the way, that economic event was centered around housing. Yeah. So, but so just looking at numbers. So again, you know, if you look at the the May, let's just look at May of 2023 in Virginia, the median sales price of a single family home, it was $410,000. So hmm. statewide in May, 410000 that was the median sales price. And if you look at the United States, it was just a few thousand more than that. It was $416,000. Okay. But did you know that the median home price in the same month in Greater Lynchburg, what it was then? What was it? All right. So, so okay, let's go back. In 2017, 2019, Lynchburg is usually 16 to 20% below what the state average mm-hmm. is. But this year, May of 2023, we were actually 31% wow. below that at just 280. That was the median sales price in 200, $280,000. So May. what I'm
1: hearing from this is we don't have anywhere to go except up. We yeah. are 31% below the national average our, or the state average.
0: Our little market of Lynchburg we, with a thriving economy and yes. a low unemployment rate, as we highlighted on the, sh- on the mm-hmm. show a few weeks ago when we bragged on our city with yeah. all the great things to do and experience, is over 30% below the state average. So yes, to your point, I just don't see how it can go anywhere that's so
1: encouraging but, those numbers but, uh, i love that i think those are great um, numbers to have in mind even just as a consumer re- whether you be in real estate or not just to know we are way below mm-hmm. the average and mm-hmm. only getting better as a city too
0: in a sense housing is it's not really a true commodity but it is somewhat of a commodity mm-hmm. it, or so when you have a in, in any market when you have a commodity or a product that's on the market that is priced way below what the averages are. It's only natural that money will flow to that product. So, for example, if you're shopping for, I don't know, some appliance mm-hmm. around, and you see the same model is priced at five fifty, five fifty, you know, at the department stores, then you find the same commodity price, and it's four seventy five on another place. Right. And all things are equal, it gets delivered to your door. I mean, you're going to go for that four seventy five, exactly. And so, if that product runs out, or you know, the the that 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 consumer, that retailer is then in position to raise the price. And so, and again it's a little different but it's kind of the same because if we're looking at the state and we're seeing 31 percent below mm-hmm. in lynchburg mm-hmm. it's just going to the the prices are going to float upward and it's inventory's the been work. low yeah. it's
1: been so low
0: yeah mark it's just the way markets work yeah yeah exactly
1: it's that basic eighth grade economics <laughs> of supply and demand i mean it really every time we have shows and talk about this it makes me think about my economics class yeah, when sure. we learned about supply and demand sure, sure. and that's it's always how it's going to work at least here in america
0: yeah yeah so i I just fully anticipate our local lynchmark market is is just very secure prices will continue to climb and any buyer who's expressing concerns about the sustainability and Mm -hmm. local pricing just just to study the data and and buy the home already you know (laughs) take advantage of our region's future growth and buy with confidence you're making a great decision
1: what was his name anthony he said uh was it anthony or andrew i can't remember anthony um the best time to buy a home was five years ago. That was Andrew ago. Carnegie. Oh
0: no, no, that, <laughs> wasn't, that was Ray. That was Ray. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. He yeah, yeah. <laughs> quoted a lot so, of people. I did, but um, so who knows? In fifty years, right? So if you, but if you think about it, life is long, right? So if you fifty years, fast forward fifty years, it's now 20, 2070, twenty twenty seventy three, whatever. You might be looking back at the ad from twenty twenty three in Lynchburg, Virginia, when home prices were were only three hundred thousand, saying, "Wow." <laughs> Look at how that house went up. Maybe it won't go up 3,000%, but let's say it goes up 500%, mm-hmm. and now it's worth $1.5 hmm, That's
1: so that's true. That's
0: one-sixth of that.
1: Yeah, that's so, so
0: true. So it's not an unlikely scenario at all in my mind, and, and you get the benefit of owning and enjoying a home along the way for the next 50 years. Maybe not the same home. Maybe you're moving and buying up and moving yeah, up and yeah. taking your equity and putting it into the next one, which is what most Americans do. But uh, in the Carl's Clips section, I, did, I read that Franklin Roosevelt quote. And I'm going to repeat it again because I think it's just such a great quote. And that is that uh, real estate cannot be lost or stolen nor can it be carried away, purchased with common sense, paid for in full, and managed with reasonable care is about the safest investment in the world.
1: Roosevelt, I couldn't agree more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's interesting, that that was probably 100 years ago that he said that. Yes, yeah. So
1: So that, I mean, that's tried and true for a century right there. Right.
0: And there's one other aspect of this. You know, we talked about the homeowner, but there's also the investors. And we haven't really done a show on investing in a while, or investment real estate in a while, But Lynchburg is still one of those localities where, as an investor, you can put 20% down Mm -hmm. and borrow 80%. And and the tenant with the rising rent rates that you already alluded to, Mm -hmm. Yancy, the tenant will pay off your mortgage. mortgage, That's right. And and not only do you have uh, an asset that's being paid for every month, but you also have the appreciation
1: of the real
0: property. And there's one other benefit, too, with real estate, and that is taxes and tax shelter.
1: Write offs?
0: Yeah, write offs yeah. because every penny of interest you pay is a tax deduction. If you itemize your taxes. So Especially
1: with investment properties. Exactly. I'm not mm-hmm. a CPA,
0: but you know just know every penny of interest you pay is tax deduction and every time you go over to the house and do maintenance
1: mm-hmm.
0: any maintenance you do is a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. even write the mileage off when you drive over to that That's property. Right. Yeah. And uh, and 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 we also know that the rates for rent aren't going to be the same in five years from now as they are. So you can actually raise the rent and increase the yield spread and your payments locked in.
1: Carl, we should do a show on rent rates over the past 10 years and if the fluctuations of them, because it's similar to the housing market. They're going up. And mm-hmm. so I think that'd be interesting to do a show about that.
0: That would be kind of interesting. And I, I don't know if we could, get, we could probably get that data. Like it's not quite as easily available in Lynchburg as yeah. it is in some other markets, but yeah, yeah we, could, we could get that. That would be kind of interesting yeah. to look at. Just to Compare the two. Like, how's the home prices uh, yeah. compared to rent rising rates, rent rates yeah. proportionately? That for would sure. be a, that would be kind of an interesting thing to research. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week.
1: It's one of life's not so fun facts. Taxation has always been a part of civilization. As for property taxes, there's no one person to blame. Land taxes can be traced as far back as 5000 B.C. in ancient Egypt. Man, they've always been taxed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the government needs to operate it and keep the streets going That's and keep the trash off the streets. So true, true, it's, true. it's a legitimate deal. Well, if you have real questions you want answered on there about real estate, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to our show. We are your local caring, competent, trusted advisors for all things real estate. And if you're looking to move this summer or this fall, Don't wait. Contact us today at CarlMillerRealty.com. We're fully equipped to help you get where you want to go. For a detailed market report of your home's value, reach out to us. Visit CarlMillerRealty.com or call us for an appointment today. We'll see you next week. And don't forget to check out our past episodes of this show on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks again to our sponsor this month, Right Angle Productions. For more info, visit RightAngleProductions.biz or find them on social media at RightAngleProductions.com social. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we'll see you next week.